Welcome to another episode of the Best Available Podcast, March Madness Edition. That's right, we have a draft coming your way involving NBA players who went to specifically four Blue Blood colleges. Also, we're going to make our all-time starting fives from some colleges. Plus, we're going to talk NBA playoff matchups, all that, and plenty more next on the Best Available Podcast. All right, what's up, y'all? My name is Kyle Wilson, and joining me, as they always do, Jacob Bales, Jeremy Bales, and finally, finally back from his stay in Charlotte, Caleb Brown. How was it, buddy? Yes, it was good. I was worried that you all weren't going to have me back because, as you know, everybody goes to Charlotte to kill their career. But I'm back. So I guess you can just call me Kimball Walker. I survived. Nice, nice. All right, well, boys, we got plenty of awesome stuff today, an awesome draft sort of mix in the NBA with college since March Madness season is upon us. But before we get there, we are less than a month away from the NBA playoffs. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the playoff matchups. We're going to play a little If the Season Ended Today. NBA playoff style. So here's how we'll do this. We'll just say if the season ended today, these would be our playoff matchups. We'll go ahead and start in the West. The playoff matchups right now would be the number one seed Golden State Warriors taking on the eight seed LA Clippers, two versus seven Denver Nuggets versus Jacobs San Antonio Spurs, three versus six as he gives a small golf clap, the Houston Rockets versus the Utah Jazz and the 4-5 matchup, the Portland Trailblazers against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Guys, which of these matchups are you, um, I guess, maybe most intrigued by, most excited about, or maybe there's a matchup that um, you just think, I may not watch much of that. That one doesn't intrigue me too much. Uh, I'm really excited for the Clippers-Warriors matchup, if that's what ends up happening. Uh, the Clippers were my sleeper pick to get into the playoffs this year, and they're playing really well. They have a really fun team to watch, and against the Warriors, it'll be a lot of running, a lot of dunks for Montrez. Lou Williams will be going off, probably have a 40-point game in that. That'll be a really super exciting series. I like that matchup because Patrick Beverly is such a wild card. You you literally have no idea what he's going to do at any moment in the game. And just like the the Beverly mantra is, oh, I'm facing one of the best point guards of all time, Steph Curry. I'm going to bring my, whatever he wants to call it, like his game to another level and just try to lock down Curry, which makes it fun to watch, I guess. Also, I'm not in any way predicting this, but if Kevin Durant's ankle is injured after a couple games ago when he tweaked it against the Suns, and uh, if their chemistry is really as bad as it seems to be and Cousins doesn't play well in the playoffs, there's there's a chance they could get upset in the first round. I'm not saying it'll happen. You heard it here first, people. Hot take. Jeremy Bales <laughs> is taking the Los Angeles. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm taking them. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm saying there's a legit chance that they could be upset in this round or in any round of the playoffs. It's, it's crazy how good they are still. I mean, they've, their season's been up and down. It's like they're jumping on a trampoline. They just go up. They go, I mean, it's just insane. And I, how do you lose a 20-point score and I also eight rebounds and somehow still make the playoffs and Tobias Harris? It's not like they got a good return on that I'll either. tell you how. Tell me. 
Landry Shamit. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, they didn't get terrible returns. I, that was that was not a bad trade. I for them. I agree though. When you look at that trade, and it's like, oh, okay, the Clippers have have realized maybe we maybe we're not we're gonna try to tank. We're gonna make this trade. We're gonna build for the future. Make some room for Kawhi and or Kevin Durant, whatever that looks like. And now all of a sudden, I agree. I did not expect them to be where they are. I think it was just yesterday or Wednesday they were the sixth seed. Yeah. in the West, and a couple games ago. I mean, there's their their record says they're right there for the six seed. Still, they're just they have one more loss than those other guys. Those three, those last three teams, for example, like Utah won last night and jumped from eighth all the way to sixth because of the weird tiebreakers and stuff. Because seven, on. eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> great having you back. Yeah, great to um, be back. Also, the the matchup of Draymond Green versus Montrez Harrell sort of wild card guys there. Um, the way Montrez has been playing this year, uh, just his, he never takes a night off his energy. He, he knows what he is. He knows what he can do. And he does those things, um, really well. I'm, I'm excited for that matchup. Maybe, maybe more than recently I've been excited for a one versus eight matchup. But if the season ended today and that was the matchup, I'd, I'd be excited for that. Is there, is there a chance also that Boogie is like a secret agent and he's just going to destroy them in the playoffs on offense? Yes. On all of it. Like Defensively? What if, what if he no. gets to the playoffs and he just destroyed, like it's intentional. He played he amazing paid. the other night against the Rockets. Are you saying really destroys who? Destroys the, uh, the Warriors. Okay. Like he goes oh, in, like he's I undercover. Sorry. He's undercover. Okay. And now the playoffs start. Who sent him, you think? Like, if, if he's the secret agent to destroy the Warriors, probably, who, who probably sent him? God, <laughs> just to bring happiness back to America. Yeah. <laughs> if God was going to use one person, it would be DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, Danny Ainge sent him, right? Danny Ainge. <laughs> he was in his head, he was like, We're going to be amazing this year. We need the Warriors to not be amazing so we have an easy path. And it all kind of backfired for him. I, I, okay, I see where you're going now, Caleb. This is a, this is a total, you know, emperor at the head of the Senate thing. This is this is James Jones, Phoenix Suns, just somehow <laughs> yes. has done this. He is he is working with LeBron to make this happen. I don't, I'm not sure how, but that's that's probably what's going down. Um, another matchup that I I think is intriguing, and not just because I root for the Oklahoma City Thunder, but the Trailblazers Thunder has kind of become like a, a mini rivalry over the the past year. There's um, some nice beef between Westbrook and Nurkic. The last time the Thunder and Trailblazers played, Nurkic got uh, two technicals, got tossed. Paul George plus Russell Westbrook both got technicals that game. And to be honest, like Russ is kind of becoming this player who is just developing rivalries with everyone because that's the style of uh, attitude that he has. And so I think um, that Portland Thunder series could be could be a really good series, especially being a 4-5 seed. They're close in record. They're close in um, how good they are, I guess. Uh, if you know us or if you've listened to us on this podcast talk about Yusuf Nurkic, you've heard us jokingly call him the best center in the league because that's what he's called himself. Uh, but he's kind of playing himself into the conversation of being one of the best centers in the league. He's playing really well this year, and him in any playoff series is going to be a lot of fun. It's also a great uh, Nurkic for Steven Adams. It's a great matchup as well. Hot take alert, and this one is spicy. I Ooh. mean, like... On a scale of 1 to 10 of Thai food. On a scale spicy? of 1 to 10, 10 being Jeremy predicting the Clippers to beat the Warriors. I didn't predict it. <laughs> That's a 1 compared to this. Oh. What, what he just said is a 1 compared to this. Man. I 
I can see a scenario where the top four seeds in the West do not move on out of the first round. Ooh, is it wow. very hot take? It's a it's an extremely hot take. I just I feel like it could be a thing that happens, and here's the reason why. Hey, this is March Madness edition. This is the March upset, Madness edition. Upset alerts. We got UMBC versus Virginia <laughs> right here. Uh, those bottom three seeds are just very irreplaceable. They're all moving around so much. And so what I, what I could foresee happening is the Jazz hit the eight seed, Spurs stay the seven, Clippers hit the six seed, and then the Thunder stay in the five seed. And what would happen is the Warriors would face the Jazz. Uh, the Jazz are actually the third best record versus the Warriors over the past two seasons. And so they have a great home crowd, except for that one guy. Uh, <laughs> they also um, are he's doing... Banned. Oh, he's done now. Yeah, that's yeah, good. We're good. They also are doing the same thing they did last year where as soon as the All-Star break is done, they go on this crazy tear where all of a sudden they're... An incredible team. Again. Well, and they're just better this year, regardless. I mean, they they are better the first half of the season. I know someone in this room was a huge hater. Oh, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> but we have proved that they are, you know, I mean, right now they're sitting at the sixth seed in the Western Conference, which is stacked this year. And I think that they could be the team that in the first round could take down uh, the Warriors. Now, I'm not saying it's likely, but I think it could happen. I think the San Antonio Spurs could beat the Denver Nuggets. Uh, they've split the series so far with one Rebuttal. game left. Okay. Our, What's your rebuttal? Uh, um, our, our Denver rebuttal Nuggets fans. <laughs> yeah, Denver Nuggets fan on the check-in here. There's one of us in the Midwest. Um, yeah, Nokic. Nokic. God. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic and Nikola Jokic become one person. Uh, Jokic is too much for Aldridge. Ooh. Malik Morris is too much for DeMar DeRozan. Rebuttal. I'll, I'll, Who's I'll, Malik Morris? I would like, yeah, rebuttal. Malik <laughs> Morris is not a human. Obviously, he's a Midwestern <laughs> Nuggets fan. Monte Morris. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm combining all the players today. <laughs> I'm done, producer's done talking for a while. I'm on suspension. You know who I really like? Monte Monk. <laughs> he's a he's been he's been good this year. I love that TV show they made about him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so seven. There, uh, there's a scenario where the Spurs beat the Nuggets. Go on. Uh, I think you know that. Could happen. I think to say that Lamarcus is going to struggle against Jokic, um, that's not happened this year, <laughs> just so we're clear. Uh, but regardless, I mean, that's going to be a tough series. The tough thing would be San Antonio is not a great away team. Um, and the Nuggets, that's a tough place to play in Colorado. I mean, they're thin up there, am I right, guys? That's what they say. <laughs> uh, that third that third game, the Clippers versus the Rockets, weirdly enough, I think they match up super well. Um, and Jeremy kind of talked about how they could beat the Warriors. I'm taking a step down from that. Still <laughs> spicy. Still spicy. But I think that could be a really fun matchup. And then I think the Thunder could easily handle the Trailblazers. If one thing we know about the Trailblazers, they can't win a first-round <laughs> series. Yes. It doesn't matter versus who. They can't do it. So I'm just saying it's spicy. It's hot. It could happen. If the season ended today, we would have that Houston versus Utah matchup. However, the matchup that I would really love to see would be that Rockets versus Clippers matchup because of that Chris Paul trade that went down a couple years ago. You know Beverly's going to be all over that game. Lou Williams, uh, one of the best closers, one of the one of the best players in the league in the last five minutes versus maybe the best player in the league in the last five minutes, James Harden. That would be um, a fantastic matchup to watch. I could see the Clippers beating the Rockets. Yeah, last last sure. five minutes minutes yeah in the last five minutes of the game 
Okay, I was thinking just in the last five. I was like, what? I was <laughs> did you not hear, did you not you hear what, happened what happened to Lou Williams <laughs> the last five minutes? <laughs> he was, was playing pickup and he confused. had 50 in the last five minutes of that game. It was insane. Uh, question, has Lou Williams in his career anywhere, even if it's street ball, scored 50 points in five minutes? No. Uh, no. Uh, 2K, yes. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, I would love to see those matchups. The only problem is... Uh, just like last year, somehow Utah has the easiest strength strength of schedule remaining. They play the Knicks, yeah, they the Suns twice, well, the Bulls, the Hawks, and the Wizards going down the stretch. There, it's it's hard to see them losing enough games to fall to the eight. I do remember though, like in the beginning of the season when they were struggling, they had the hardest schedule by far. I think they played nine straight road games against last year's playoff teams, and so to see how they've just weather that and where they're at here, they could be dangerous. Yeah. They so could be really dangerous. What you're saying, Jeremy, is it's it's likely Utah will land in that six seed because I, I think, of their schedule. No, I think it's more likely they'll move up. They, they oh, have, okay. Maybe even a five seed. Yeah, they have 14 I, games remaining with seven of them being against, six of them being against those really easy teams. They also have the Nets on there, which is not an easy out anymore, but it's still uh, like a borderline and game right there. also that five seed, the Thunder, their schedule is is brutal. Yes, the last I think their last fifteen games I want to say twelve to thirteen of them are against playoff teams. They have the fourth hardest remaining schedule. Yeah, uh, Raptors twice, uh, Bucks, Warriors, Nuggets, and Pacers again. But the Pacers Holy. will be at home. I would I would like to publicly rebuke Kyle Wilson for saying that Donovan Mitchell was in a sophomore slump and he was going to have it. That all was like year. three months ago. Doesn't matter. You said it and it I, hurt he, me. At, <laughs> I apologize for the feelings. At that time, I thought he was in a sophomore slump. He's obviously come out of the sophomore slump. He's very good. Also, guys, this is this is a personal thing for me. I'm I'm looking scrolling through the strength of schedule remaining here, and I just see the Pacers pop up all over the toughest remaining games, and it just really warms my heart that a team without all the depot can be considered a tough out still. <laughs> okay. Speaking of the Pacers, great segue there, Jeremy. Let's move on to the Eastern conference if the season ended today the number one seed milwaukee bucks would face off against the number eight seed miami heat to toronto raptors versus the detroit pistons the somehow three seeds still like jeremy said without oladipo the indiana pacers versus the brooklyn nets and the funniest most awesome four five matchup the philadelphia 76ers versus the boston celtics what do you guys think about if the season ended today about those matchups. Uh, can I go first? Go for it. I don't freaking care. <laughs> because LeBron is gone. The Cavs are terrible. I want Zion. Caleb and I don't care yesterday about anything else. That he could already imagine, envision Zion Williamson in a Cavaliers jersey. Yes, and these playoffs mean nothing to me. I foresee, this is funny, this will be one of the first times ever that a lower seed will be favored above a higher seed in the Nets over the Pacers. I think that Ooh. they will be, fa- I think they'll be expected to win. And as our first ever studio audience member, live studio <laughs> audience member, <laughs> called out to me, he says Celtics Sixers. However, I think I'm not gonna lie. I think the Sixers are better than the Celtics right now. They have, a, I think, their front five, and also now their bench has kind of come along. I mean, they're, I think they're gonna be good, and I think they're getting better. Which is scary as well. Their starting five is is insane. Um, when it comes to the East, there's not outside of the Philly Boston series. There's not a series that I'm extremely excited about. I mean, like Toronto Detroit, that doesn't excite me at all. Milwaukee Miami is not exciting. However, for me, when it comes to the East, it's the second round 
matchups. Like those second round matchups have the chance to be, I mean, Milwaukee playing either Philly or Boston. You got Toronto playing the Pacers. If the Pacers did happen to to drop out, I mean, there's a chance that you could have Milwaukee playing Boston and Toronto playing Philly in the second round. And that's intriguing to me. Rebuttal. Blake Griffin averages a triple-double in the first round. They beat Toronto. Rebuttal. You scored 75 and 74 the last two games. Well, rebuttal. <laughs> Another rebuttal. Rebuttal. That's just two games. It's a small sample. That's okay. true. That's true. And they were on a hot streak. They're wearing, you know, the flames uh, cooling a little bit. But uh, just to hop on my first rebuttal again, Blake Griffin averages triple-double. Kawhi Leonard's For the series. For a whole Spicy. series. Yeah. Mark it down. Not just not a one-game average. Yeah. The... Uh, it is like the return of Dwayne Casey. So that's fun. Yeah. That's a Ooh, fun. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Dwayne Qu- Casey finally winning a playoff series in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. <amazing>. Also, never <laughs> underestimate awesome. Reggie Jackson. I've underestimated. It's a statement you should never <laughs> say. <laughs> I've underestimated Reggie Jackson his entire career. I think we have to accept the fact, and I, this is tough because obviously I like the Pacers too. Uh, they're going to fall to like the fifth seed. They're yeah. going to be the five seed. What there. was your, Jeremy, last night? I think when we were hanging out, you said. They're probably going to lose like ten yeah, out of their next. They've got they've got thirteen games left. I think they're going to lose ten of them. They're they have a really nine. really hard schedule. Left. Yeah, their next nine are playoff teams. Is there a chance that Brooklyn catches them, or is Brooklyn too far? Like, is there a chance Indiana could fall to that six seed? Uh, Brooklyn is uh, eight and a half games back, so I don't think they catch them. I think the Pacers are far enough ahead now that they'll just be probably be the five. You guys want to hear their schedule for the next few games? Yes. <laughs> it's it right, goes. Hang on, real quick. They did beat, they did beat the, the Thunder, Thunder last night, and it was really impressive. They win. did beat the Thunder, but then they're going to go on this road trip. These next four games are on the road. This is Nuggets to the Blazers to the Clippers, who could destroy everyone. And then the Warriors, they come back home, and they're going to go to the – they're going to play against the Nuggets. Then they leave on another road trip, and they go Thunder – then to Boston. That's their next few games. Here are my thoughts on that schedule. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they have a break. They played Detroit back-to-back, so those are two games. Hey. <laughs> Easy wins. Easy wins. <laughs> Boo. Uh, also, I just want all the fans to know that we will all be attending the Nuggets-Pacers uh, game. If So uh, if you would like us to live pod from the game... <laughs> Let us know. We'll be signing autographs. Just come find us in our seats. <laughs> Probably in the second level. <laughs> For sure. B- bring us some pretzels with cheese, Breezy, too. Breezy, uh, Dream NBA Finals edition for you. Detroit. Oh, Nuggets no, Pistons. I, I have it. I have it. <laughs> oh, but okay. You have to answer. Detroit makes their way as a seven seed to the finals. Denver makes their way to the finals. Who you got? Your heart. Not, not your head. Who In your heart, who you got? I know you want Blake getting that ring. I know, I do. Oh, that'd be so much vindication. I almost feel like you would take the Nuggets over the Pistons as a team, but Blake getting that ring makes you want the Pistons over the Nuggets. Yeah, so I might go heart pick, might be Pistons, but uh, head pick might have to go... Pistons as well! Pistons (laughs) and six, baby! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right now, um, on the spot, who makes it out of um, the West, and who makes it out of the East? Caleb, go. Uh, I'm going to go probably Boston Warriors. Jeremy, go. I'm going to go Nuggets-Bucks. 
spicy nuggets. Nuggets bucks. Spicy. Those are some spicy nuggets. <laughs> Ten for a dollar. Uh, this is the part where we would say Burger King, but we don't have an official ad spot from Burger King yet. Let's take a break to talk about Burger King, home <laughs> of the Whopper. Yeah, we don't want to get sued. Jacob, I, I remember last time I was there. No, no, I don't. Because no one does. <laughs> well, now we're definitely not getting sponsored by them. Gosh. We had our chance. Okay. Jacob, go. Is this who we want or who we think? Who you think? Uh, I think it's going to be the one seeds, Bucks and Warriors. And Bucks I think, Warriors. I, I will say this, though. I think Bucks win. Oh, man. Um, I No way. How many games? Seven games? Sweet, baby. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think seven games, and I hey, think they win at home okay, because they're going to get. Home there's a court. legit chance that they could, yeah, that they could end with the best record in the NBA and get and get home court. Oh, I think yeah, they're a very legit chance. They have it right now, right? Well, by yeah, a by good a margin, yeah, by a lot, yeah. a margin. Guys, what if the Warriors just sweep everyone and win again? Do we cancel the pod and stop watching basketball? I'd be upset. Here's the deal, though. I think if they three P, I think they're done. I think their dynasty's over. I think multiple people leave. Uh, and then we actually have like fun again watching the NBA. Yeah, I think Durant leaves. I think everyone else stays. That's the fear, though, is that if they don't win, I worry about what happens next year. And if they come back as a squad, they all take less money and they get really weird on selfish. I would hate that. <laughs> I Quit think, being better people. Stop <laughs> it. I think they're actually more likely to uh, go their separate ways if they lose because there will be a lot of bad feelings there. Yeah. That's how the heat but, ended. Yeah, but also if they win, they can't keep all of them anyway. So, uh, they're going to have to the, pay the, the thing I think when it comes to them losing I think the only way that they lose outside of injury I think the only way that they lose is if there's bad chemistry like I can I can't foresee another way that oh they, like a double agent like a double agent DeMarcus, DeMarcus Cousins, Cousins. Uh, I think the only way they lose is if there's bad chemistry and if they lose because of bad chemistry that forces the split I think this is going to be interesting because I've never said this before. The good thing that the Warriors have done for basketball is they have made the other teams so good. Absolutely. I mean, you look at all these teams who have some some big twos, big threes. I mean, Philly's probably you could obviously I mean, honestly say that they have a big five for sure. Everyone is is building their team to not just win. They're building their team to beat the Warriors. I mean, and you look at like even the Pistons. They've got the big two of Reggie Jackson and Andre Reggie Drummond Jackson. and Kyrie Thomas. <laughs> Hey, must I remind you of, is it the 20, 2008 Magic? Dwight Howard, Hidu Turkaloo, Jameer Nelson, other great superstars. J.J. Redick was on that J. team. J.J. Redick, Richard Lewis. Marcin Gortat. Man, that's a terrible team. Vince Carter? No. No way. Vince Carter was not on the not finals the good one. Magic Vince, team. He was. He missed a free throw that would have won them a game. You're thinking of in, Nick Anderson in 94. No, 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 no. This also happened with Vince Carter. Look. No, you're thinking Vince Carter in 84. Google. Let's stall for <laughs> a second. Because he's been in the league for Jacob. Long. I'm looking Google's it up this. right now. Vince Carter was not on the 2000. But before we find out the answer, can we please go ahead and put a gentleman's wager on this? What is this? No, he's looking. He's looking. He's, I, not, you can't see anything <laughs> right now. Okay. You can't see anything right now. This is the 2009 NBA Finals. Orlando Magic versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. I am saying that Vince Carter was not on that team. And what do you say? What's the wager? The loser, there is a bag of fresh donuts from... A donut shop whose sponsorship we don't have yet. <laughs> and the one of us who is wrong has to shove a whole one in their mouth and eat it. Okay. So this is for the 2009 finals, correct? The one year they actually made it. Yes. Okay, so you guys want to know the answer? Yes. Starting in the 2010-11 season, 
excuse me, sorry about that. It says the magic parted ways with Vince Carter in 2009. He was. So was he on the roster? Wait, hold on. This is no. Why he they, wasn't on the roster. He wasn't did, on the roster. What thing did you look at? Just go why look. Why kind of they, why they word it like this? Vince Carter was not on the 2009. Ah, he joined in 09, 10. The season before Vince's arrival, they made the NBA Finals. Why didn't the world? Oh, there's some like nice this. glazed in what? here. Here you go. You want a napkin <laughs> right or a napkin? Look at the NBA Finals series. It's he's not on here. He was he was it was the season before Vince's arrival. Pull up his basketball. Listen, pull up his BBR right now. I am on our good friend's basketball reference. And he was not on that team. He was he joined in 2009, 2010. Also, this is a great bet for you because that donut looks freaking delicious. Yeah, who really won this? All right, bet? here I'll give the play by play. Breezy did. Breezy all right, did this. He's all bringing on the donut to his mouth. This is gonna be a mess. I gotta eat it over the table. He's standing. He moves to the table. I like Caleb's take that Mouth Breezy did open. all of this on purpose. He is just shoving so he it in. It's halfway. Oh, in. oh there's glaze oh, all over. No. The say something. Say something. Say <laughs> something. <laughs> It's almost in. We have, oh, he can't even fit it in his what mouth. What is happening Breezy. right now? We have officially Breezy. Breezy is the, the Warriors. Ball train has officially <laughs> fallen off. Breezy the is tracks. the Warriors, and that donut is the rest of the oh, so red and getting God. destroyed. <laughs> Dude, are you? Cha- Don't make him laugh. Who's gonna? <laughs> who's gonna produce this if Breezy dies? Connor's here. I guess he can. We'd like it. to publicly apologize to our studio audience <laughs> for what they're watching right now. <laughs> I would like to publicly apologize to our listeners for what they have to listen to right now. (laughs) You sound like my two-year-old eating a banana. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So gross. Hey, look. (laughs) Podcast. Shockingly enough, this is not the grossest thing I've seen Breezy do. (laughs) Yep. One time at McDonald's, we paid him $25, and he ate a full napkin dipped in ketchup and mustard. All right, look. You and shockingly enough, that is still not the worst thing we've seen Breezy do. Look, for, I'm what, tell for you far guys less. This too, that's some generous revisionist history because it was only $10. Oh, was it 10 bucks? <laughs> All right, we greatly apologize for what just happened. But before we get to the draft, if the season ended today, award style. Caleb, if the season ended today, who is your MVP? Man, why you got to start with me? Because uh, I mean, you're sitting next to me. Who I think will get it is Greek Freak. Who I think should get it is James Harden. Jeremy, MVP. See, I'm the opposite. Who I think will get it is Harden. Who I think should get it is Giannis. Jacob, MVP. I think he should get it, and I think he will get it, Giannis. I think he will get it and should get it, Giannis. Caleb. Dude, snake Im- draft. Let Make Jacob start. Jacob, most improved player if the season ended today. Oh, good golly. That's a, such a, it's way harder than MVP. Uh, start with me. I'll do uh, D'Angelo Russell. Jeremy. Yeah, I think I'll go Russell as well. Jacob. I'm going to go different net. Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm going to go um, Toronto Raptors, Pascal. Ooh, oh, well, he's going to win. I just forgot about him. <laughs> uh, that's why I put you on the spot. Dang it. Um, Jeremy, if the season ended today, coach of the year. Uh, Budenholzer. J- Jacob. I don't know his name. I think the Nets coach should win. Um. Yeah. That's a good reason why he shouldn't win. Oh, uh, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. <laughs> Jason Kidd. <laughs> I mean, if you have you take that team, that team, and you get the sixth seed, let's be real, they're probably going to move up because I think the pace is going to fall. Okay, well, if you think that he should get it, then I think McMillan gets it over him. No. Because he's maintained this really good season without their best player. Can we throw a little Doc Rivers in? Yeah, he's up there. For, doing, has, for doing what he's doing with the Clippers has, in the West? How has nobody mentioned Luke Walton? <laughs> 
But we all know this award usually goes to Kenny Atkinson, by it's, the way. Yes, Kenny Atkinson. Sorry. Uh, it's going to go to Budenholzer. Yeah, it, yeah Coach Bud will get it. It's who we think will get it. It's not necessarily who I think should get it, but that's who I think will get it. All right, if this season ended today. Wait, you're, Caleb, you're first. You're would, first. You, would you like Kyle's to pick a coach? Time. Yeah, Bucks guy. Um, okay, I'll go first this time. If the season ended today, defense or rookie of the year. Um, ooh, Luca. But I think Trey Young is He's very, sort of very close. Playing himself into almost being it. Yes. I think at this point in the season right now, Luca. Luca. Yeah, he has to win it. If the season ended in a month, which it does, anybody gonna go Trey Young? Depends on what he does. I mean, they're n- neither of them are gonna make the playoffs. I think Luca's body of work is better. For the whole season. Yeah, because Trey was real rough at the beginning. Um, okay, if the season ended today, last one, defensive player of the year, Jacob. Uh, I mean, you have to go Miles Turner. Miles Turner. Yeah, I don't really care about defensive player of the year. <laughs> Paul George, I guess. I feel like he's going to get he's something. Uh, I Hang on a second. No way does he get it because they don't care about steals. They only care about blocks and rim protection. And rebounds. Which they proved they proved that last year. In and that case, Dikembe Mutombo. I'm going to go Rudy Gobert. <laughs> All right, last one. If the season ended today, sixth man of the year, Jacob Bales. Oh, it's so difficult. I want it to be Dwayne Wade. I want it to be Derrick Rose. But more than that, I want it and think it will be Spencer Dinwiddie. Jeremy Bales. Lou Williams. Caleb Brown. Did Jacob only pick Nets for every award? I think so. I think Nets, so. For <laughs> Nets for life. <laughs> Uh, it's probably Jared Lou Williams. Allen. I want it to be Derrick Rose because that's a good story. Yeah, I think it's going to be Lou Williams as well. All right, boys, it is time to draft. Like I said earlier, we have a draft today that is a little bit of a March Madness edition. In today's draft, we will be picking all-time NBA players in their prime, but here's the catch. They had to have gone to either the University of California, Los Angeles, the University of Kentucky, the University of North Carolina, or Duke University. Those are the four schools with the most national championships so we are going with those four schools to choose from uh to all our iu fan listeners i fought hard i tried to get you all in you have the same amount of titles as duke but But we we decided it has to be in the last 20 years and you all have sucked (laughs) so sorry also the players to choose from would be christian watford dj white (laughs) and i'm running out guys help me out here i don't (laughs) okay um North Carolina, UCLA, Kentucky, Duke, all-time prime um, from those four schools by position using basketball reference, and you have to have each team represented. The random number generator has been um, generated. generated. Jinx. Jinx 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 again. Oh, Jacob wins. Okay. Uh, Anyways, the random number generator has been generated, and our first pick today is actually the man himself, our narrator, our host, Kyle Wilson. Woohoo! All right. Um, with the first pick of the March Madness edition draft, I will select from the University of North Carolina shooting guard, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Ooh, hot Are take. you sure? It's a decent, it's spicy. It's a, it's a decent my pick. My pick is spicy. I had him about fifth on my list, but that's not... I'll take it. I can get you taking him there. Yeah, that's a sl- that's like close to taking Anthony Bennett number one in my opinion. <laughs> in what's my his, what's his name? Michael Gordon. It's a uh, Jekyll Morden. Jekyll Morden. Jekyll Morden. All right, Caleb, <laughs> your first pick. Oh man, um, I will take from UCLA at center Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Luau Cinder still on the board. 
took my joke. That was going to be our joke, too. Dang it. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot, man. You feel good about yourself right now? Pretty good, Michael. Yeah. You guys are funny. So Wait, if I all stole three say it at once. I didn't have that joke planned. So if you all three say it at once, I'll laugh for you guys. Oh, I wasn't going to say that joke. Luau Cinder. Oh, my gosh, board. you guys. <laughs> Jeremy, your pick. Um, well, the those two guys are off the table, so... I guess I guess I'll quit. Maybe <laughs> I'm willing to trade. <laughs> I think I'll leave. I will take literally any amount of real money for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. All right, I'll give you a dollar. Mm, <laughs> I'll consider it. Nah, I'll keep him. Uh, I think what I'm going to do, and if you listen to our last pod, you know I think he's the best player available in this draft. Anthony Davis, power forward from UK. All right, good pick, Anthony Davis. Jacob, it is now your pick. You get two in a row. Okay, this was tough uh, because those were obviously the three best players on the board. But I'm going to take one person you've heard of and maybe one person you haven't heard of as much, but he's very, very good at basketball. The first, I'm going to take Vince Sanity, Vince Carter out of the University of North Carolina. Good pick. Finals appearance in 09. Don't know if you guys knew that. (laughs) No, eat a donut. (laughs) How dare you. Uh, At At shooting guard, correct? At shooting guard, yes. He is a shooting guard. He was, man, let's look at his stats. He was so good. Hall of Famer, man. He's so good. Wait, you get them in their prime unless they play for the Hawks this year. Then you get them <laughs> now. Oh, crap. <laughs> right. His Kings season was way worse than his Hawks. But regardless, I want him on Toronto in his Nets season. So I'm going to take Carter at my two. And then at my five, I'm going to take somebody. Uh, maybe you don't know him. Maybe you've heard his name before. I'm going to take Bob McAdoo. Great pick. Bob McAdoo. Really and he was a very good player. He's actually MVP uh, the 74-75 season, and he beat out Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Maybe you've heard of him, Caleb, on your team. Get ready to see him again. Uh, that season, you wanted, he was averaging 34.5 points and 14 rebounds along with two blocks and two assists. North Carolina, correct? He is, yes, North Carolina. Is anybody surprised that Jacob took Vince Carter, a.k.a. Annette, for his team? <laughs> Uh, did Bob McAdoo have a stint with the Nets? I'm sure anywhere? he did. <laughs> oh, let me look right now because if he did, maybe I'm a Nets fan. No, right, while you're sure. doing that, Jeremy, it is swinging back around to you for your second round pick. All right, I'm going to take a guy who, if you don't know his name, you probably should because he was an amazing scorer and he was part of a duo with Alex English that scored tons and tons of points for the Nuggets back in the day. Kiki Vandaway. Good pick. At small forward out of UCLA. Kiki. All right, I am going to take, maybe you've heard of him, maybe you haven't, Kyrie Irving at point guard. All right, for my second round pick, um, I get two in a row here, and Caleb just made the point about Duke not... um, not having a ton of players yet in their prime. There's a lot of young players that are still actually in the NBA um, from Duke. And because of that, because of the the lack of depth, I am going to take Grant Hill from the University of Duke at my small forward for my second pick. And then for my third pick, I am going to take from... UCLA center Bill Walton, MVP Bill Walton. As a player, great. As I a, want him as a broadcaster. As a broadcaster, <laughs> my least favorite. Oh, well, man, if he and Dickie V ever broadcast yeah, a game Dickie together, v, do you? I'd probably, neither do you, right, Jeremy? 
I know. He's really annoying. Yeah. I, they are the worst. One time, this is a real story. Bill Walton, in the middle of a game, took his shirt off. And they showed it. And they're like, oh, this is fine. Oh, Bill, you're crazy. And they're like, oh, Bill, you've clearly done drugs. Let's just celebrate that. It's not okay. Yes, he has a knee problem. He has to take drugs for it. He doesn't have to take a shirt off, though. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does have to. Did you read the the medicine bottle? Because it might have said, you got to take your shirt off. Yeah, it says, do not take while operating a shirt. (laughs) Do not take while operating a shirt. (laughs) All right, Bill Walton, um, two-time NBA champion in 77 and 86, um, finals MVP in 77, and also the year after, 1978, uh, the NBA's most valuable player. And he's also, with an MVP, one of the three people ever, I believe, who is also a sixth man. You go from sixth man, or excuse me, I guess in his case, you went from finals, finals MVP, and then you go to sixth man. Uh, career cut short by injuries, too. It was super sad. He was really good. And they should have won again as the Celtics when he was on that Celtics team, and they lost because he was experiencing injuries. He broke his toe playing one-on-one with Kevin McHale. <laughs> that's a real sucks. story? Uh, and then, what? Yeah, that's, that's a real awesome. story. And also, then Larry Bird um, was out that year, too, where he was experiencing really bad back pain, yeah. and so they should have won another one. Um, another one, Harden? Six man and MVP. Who's the third one? Uh, hold on, I can tell you. Yeah, no, it's it's three. Um, Mike Miller won <laughs> six man of the year in 06. And then what, what year did he win MVP again? 2013. Uh, yeah, 2013. He, his shoe came off. He hit a three. Saved their franchise. Mm-hmm. In all seriousness, there's a lot of, not a, lot, a ton because the NBA throws out this footage to uh, preserve Michael Jordan's legacy as the GOAT, but there's a lot of great footage from the uh, season where Walton's on the Celtics of him, McHale, and Bird all standing in the paint throwing passes back and forth to one another. Yeah, it's really interesting to watch. Also, the Celtics were like a Frankenstein team for a couple of those years because all of them were just hurt constantly. All right. Um, so far, I have Michael Jordan from North Carolina at my shooting guard, Grant Hill from Duke. Little known fact, the only Duke player in the Basketball Hall of Fame at my small forward and Bill Walton from UCLA at my center. Caleb, your pick. Yeah, I am going to go ahead and double up on UCLA here. And I am going to take Kevin Love as my power forward. He's making the Cavs. I he has Irving. He has Love. The Cavs, not actually on purpose, but Prime Kevin Love was baller. Are we, what's, um, is Prime Kevin Love a little chubby? No, and no, no, shaved no, no. Head? no, no. I won't. I don't want UCLA Kevin Love because he was chubby. I want Timberwolves Kevin Love. So, but Timberwolves, he's starting to get handsome. So just the in the beginning, guy. because there was a twenty twenty Kevin Love, where Kevin Love just looked like a dad playing yes. basketball and just eviscerating people, and it was shocking. His nickname was actually Extra, so you could call him Kevin Extra Love because he had a little flub on him. Oh, okay. A extra love. Well, he fact. could dribble pretty well. Love love had the handles. Love <laughs> <laughs> handles. All right. Caleb, so far you've got Kareem, Kyrie, and Kevin Love. J- uh, what's your name? Jeremy. J- Jamie. Jamie, it is your pick. All right. I've got uh, Anthony Davis out of UK and Kiki Vandeweghe out of UCLA. And next, because as we've stated before, the Duke is kind of shallow here. The Duke, the Duke, <laughs> the Duke, Duke is shallow. John Wayne. <laughs> so I'm going to take a guy who is actually behind a couple other guys on my list, uh, but I'm going to have to take him just because I need a Duke guy, and that is shooting guard JJ Redick. Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. Duke is very shallow. He's it's had like- he's had a really good 
career uh this season especially i would say is probably his prime season because he's surprising playing out of his mind this year he's really really good wasn't he on that 09 magic team he was he won he was mvp and six man that year (laughs) and he won the title with the 09 magic all right jeremy has his um third pick in jacob it is now your pick and you get two in a row yeah i am not happy uh, with myself. So I have Vince Carter at my two from North Carolina, and I have Bob McAdoo at my five from North Carolina, which means I have to pick someone from a different college. No more Carolina players. Oh, you no pick more. two Carolina. There's someone so good left on the board. On the board. I'll give you a hint. Yeah. He was an MVP like a year ago. Mm, no, I don't believe you because I have all the MVPs memorized. It's not true. Go. All the MVPs memorized. Go. Okay. J- uh, James Harden. No, no, no. no. Starting from 1960. This oh. way. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. Just 19. Uh, Bob Pettit. Bob Cousy. <laughs> Bob, Bill Russell. Bob Pettit. Walt Chamberlain. Walt Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> That's Will, Will's younger brother. Walt. <laughs> I love. <laughs> Never mind. Um, yes. I, my issue is I have to pick a three. I think I know who my four is. I'm going to keep him a secret, but I have to pick a three. No, no, no. Tell us. No, I don't want to. Uh, it's Bumpkiss from the Space Jam movie. <laughs> uh, um, you know, he's you, the only guy to miss, <laughs> miss a shot in that game. You have to pick a three, and it can't be from Carolina, who is now looking back, maybe the player that I should have picked um, over a player I didn't pick. But go ahead. I'm just a little unhappy with how this is going to turn out. Well, I mean, I... It's not going to be the worst thing. I'm going to go ahead and pick from uh, UCLA as my point guard. I'm going to pick Westbrook. I don't think it's ever a bad thing to have Westbrook on my team. And he can defend me if someone ever calls me a bad name. And he was an MVP and averaged a triple-double every year ever. All right, I just picked Russell Westbrook at my one. And I'm going to go ahead and take... This is tough because I never want to pick anybody from the University of Kentucky. But as my three, I'm going to pick Jamal... Mashburn on my team. Uh, was, he was coached by Patino, right? Yes. So I'll at least accept that. <laughs> he has a little bit of Cardinal spirit in him, and he probably has some money in his pocket too. Am I right? <laughs> Shout out to my dad, all-time favorite player, Jamal Mashburn. For real? Yeah, loves him. It's so an Jamal pick. Mashburn is my dad's version of John Wall for me. Like resurrected the program. They were in the like dumps. Kentucky was on probation. Patino got Jamal Mashburn. Everything started going well. Same thing. When we had Billy Gillespie, Calipari comes, John Wall comes, bam. So are you saying that Jamal, Jamal Mashburn is, John is Anthony dad. Davis's dad? <laughs> <laughs> what the? He's both of their dads. <laughs> All right, which leaves my team right now as it stands. Uh, Westbrook from UCLA at the one. Vince Carter from UNC at the two. Mashburn from UK at the four. Uh, excuse me, three. And then McAdoo from UNC at my five. I need a four on my way back. Jeremy, who you got? All right, so, so far I have Anthony Davis from UK at four, Kiki Vandeway from UCLA at three, and J.J. Redick from Duke at my two. Uh, so I need a point guard and a center, and I need a UNC guy. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and grab my UNC guy right now, and I'm going to take point guard Ty Lawson. Ooh, wait, chubby Ty Lawson or... Uh, there is no other Ty Lawson. Yeah, that's, that's that's him. That's all. That's all you get. It's DUI Ty Lawson. <laughs> Actually, I think there's like three DUI Ty Lawsons. <laughs> and that is prime Ty Lawson. So that's the guy I'm getting. 
Do you guys ever get confused? Like when you when you look at Ty Lawson, Raymond Felton, and Jameer Nelson, Absolutely. You're, you're like, you're just the same guy. 100%, yes. Just in a different team. <laughs> All right. Jeremy picks Ty Lawson for his fourth pick. Caleb Brown's pick. Yep. I will take from the University of North Carolina, Jerry Stackhouse as my shooting guard. He had such a good season that you can use his He averaged like 29 points a game one year. It was the Pistons, right? I can't remember. It was a lot of points. Man, he He was good that year. Um, all right. He could really stack the house. Hey. <laughs> hey. I'll so, trade him to you. something that, uh, before I get to my next pick, something that I just realized, um, I know we kind of get to this later at the end, but there's a player on the board right now that is not going to be picked from the, from, uh, UCLA and his name is Reggie Miller. Yeah. Um, sad. Yeah. Somehow he, I would have loved to have picked him, but why I didn't you? I needed because of, I needed, needed the Duke, Duke guy. I needed the Duke guy. And you just, Jacob, you wanted Carter over over Reggie or? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I'm just shocked that Reggie Miller is not getting picked in this draft. I'd take Cheryl Miller before I took Reggie Miller. (laughs) (laughs) It's not true. You take it back. (laughs) Guys, Cheryl Miller once regarded as the best women's player in the world. Do you guys know what happened to her? It's so sad. No. She was playing pickup ball and just wrecked her knees before she got to the WNBA. There was no WNBA. Until she got to the ABL. All right, it is my pick, and these are my last two picks of the draft so far. I have from North Carolina at shooting guard Michael Jordan, from Duke at small forward Grant Hill, and from UCLA center Bill Walton, which means I have to, in my next two picks, pick a Kentucky player, and I need a point guard. So with my fourth pick, I am going to take from the University of Kentucky point guard John Wall. You want to take that contract? I'm going prime wall. I'm not going uh, falling down his stairs or allegedly falling in his home, torn Achilles Taking wall. Taking prime wall, not fall wall. Correct. Oh, wait. You need to make up nicknames for all of your teams still. Oh, by crap. The way. I'll get on it right, right now. Sorry, guys. And then for my last pick of the draft, I need a uh, power forward. So I'm going to take from the University of North Carolina, Rashid. Wallace. Nice. Good pick. 04 champ on the Detroit Pistons. Uh, stretch four, kind of before that was like a, a thing. Could spread the floor, shoot the three. Malice in the Palace. Caleb, your pick. Yep. So to finish my team, I'm stuck. I need a UK player. Um, and they have to be a small forward. I think the best person available is Cliff Hagen. However, he played in the 50s and 60s, so no thank you. <laughs> I love that this podcast just had a Cliff Hagen re- reference. I He has the best stats, but I cannot, in my right mind, say he's better than Tayshawn Prince. So I'm going to finish out my roster with Tayshawn Prince. 100% agree with you. Yes. he Cliff Hagen has better stats, but I also am pretty sure Cliff Hagen had a day job and played basketball <laughs> for fun. What was his day job? After some research, Cliff Hagen's actually the creator of the world-famous Cliff Bars. So oh, that was his day job. Wow. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Just making bars. If this was a breakfast bar draft, I might take Cliff Hagen. But since it's a basketball draft, I'm not. I'm going to take another one of the early 2000s Pistons, Tayshaun Prince. All right, tell us your team before we move on to the last pick. My team, as it stands, point guard, Kyrie Irving, shooting guard, Jerry, stack the house, stack house, small forward, Tayshaun, 
Not a guy who invented the cliff bar, Prince, power forward, Kevin, handsome, not chubby love, and center, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Jeremy, your last pick of the draft. Okay, uh, I've got Ty Lawson, point guard out of UNC, Anthony Davis, power forward out of UK, Kiki Vandeweghe, small forward out of UCLA, and J.J. Redick, shooting guard out of Duke. So I need a center. For my center, uh, I have it down to two Kentucky guys. I love those words coming out of your mouth. I'm going to take the one with a better scoring average, a better rebounding average, a better blocks average, a higher PER, and a lower usage rate. And this might shock some people. Carl Anthony Towns. Nice pick. Over Boogie Cousins. Wow. And if you listen to our last podcast, I said he disappears at times. I picked him, and I was kind of hard on him. And then he went on a freaking He tear. has been on one lately. He listened, and he was mad at me, and he proved me wrong. Shout out to Cat for listening to the pod. And I'm... I'm happy to take Cat with my yeah, last Yeah, he's been here. on a tear lately. All right, moving on to my team. I'm going to pick my last player, and then I'm going to reveal my team with their nicknames. Don't you worry, all the listeners at home. Uh, I need a four, and I need it to be from Duke. And actually, I used to love to play with this certain player on two, um, NBA 2K, excuse me, NBA Live 2004, uh, Elton Brand. I thought he was amazing. Maybe one of the reasons I started just loving fundamental uh, power forwards. Which Shout out just, Coach B. Shout out what? I get that reference. For those of you who don't, it is a brief video, uh, YouTube video series that Matt Bonner did under the... Yes, uh, I remember that now. Under the alias yeah. of Coach B. I also phenomenal. remember these now. Good things, good times. Uh, but I'll take Elton Brand, who had a great NBA career, was maybe a little better in college than the NBA, but he still made some all-star games, which brings my team uh, to Russ... Never minus, always plus, Westbrook. I've got Vince, can't take any retirement, hints, Carter. I have got Jamal, rise to the call, Mashburn. I have Elton for the brand. And finally, I have Bob slamming down that lob, McAdoo. Nice. Nice. Um, all right, that is the uh, real end quick. Of the draft. Can I yeah. can I take issue with Jacob's Westbrook nickname? Yeah, he's definitely a minus all the time. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. Especially in the All Star game. But <laughs> oh, for sure. For the uh, the sake of the rhyme, it was time. All right, that is the end of the draft. Some notable players that might have been missed for this draft. Obviously, we already mentioned from UCLA, Reggie Miller. Also, another one from the University of North Carolina, uh, James Worthy. Uh, all-time great, in my opinion, from the Los Angeles Lakers. You could say he was not worthy uh, to yeah, be drafted. Not worthy in this draft. Mm-hmm. I, I have a couple of honorable mention guys. I, I got five guys, honorable mentions. Uh, oh, I love their fries. One of, one of them. Out of UNC, one of my personal heroes, very disappointing to me, John Henson. Uh, uh-huh. RIP to your career. <laughs> so, hold on. Let's go back to where he's one of your personal heroes. <laughs> I love Please John Please explain. Henson. Best center in the league. Best center in the league. Uh, another guy out of UNC, Psycho T, Tyler Hansborough himself. Yeah. Pitcher Had this great. been a college prime, he would have been picked Psycho for sure. Psycho T is getting picked. Christian Leighton uh, Another picked. guy didn't ever get to play in the NBA, Jay Williams. Uh, real sad story there. Uh, so good. He, w- he probably would have been picked for sure if he'd been able to play. Uh, a guy who got to practice for Kentucky but never got to play in his canter. Uh, shouts out to him for being hunted by the Turkish government. <laughs> and then finally, uh, LaMelo Ball. Nobody picked him. That was weird. He's a professional. <laughs> so he probably should have got picked, right? Out of UCLA. 
<laughs> I've got I got a few as well. Uh, the highest scorer in the entire draft, Devin Booker. Ooh, was not picked by anybody. I'm not saying he's the best player, but he's the highest scorer. Uh, also from North Carolina, two old guys that probably nobody cares about but me. But Billy Cunningham and Phil Ford, uh, Dean Smith, who coached Michael Jordan, was high on both Are those, of those big guys. white guys. Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, your um, your Devin Booker uh, honorable mention kind of made me like look over these teams and and just made me think of how much the NBA has changed. Like when you look at these teams in the past, we look at our teams and we, we see who can stretch the floor on our team. And there's not a lot of like three point JJ Redick, Kevin love. And there's not a ton more just like pure three point shooters because we picked some guys who, who played in an era where the three pointer just wasn't I've as relevant who as, it, down as it was or as it is today. All right, great draft. To end our time today, um, just doing this draft that included four colleges, we thought it might be fun to talk about some current starting fives um, of NBA players from a specific college, but also kind of talk a little bit about some all-time starting fives from um, specific colleges. They don't have to be from these four, and this isn't necessarily a draft. This is just kind of like pick a college and say by position who you think that college's all-time starting five would be or um, who their current NBA starting five would be. Jeremy, I know you have one ready. Yeah, some of the obvious ones are like UK, UNC, like schools like that. Uh, One you might not think of as having a really good starting five right now is Michigan State. Oh, give it to us. You've got Bryn Forbes and Gary Harris as your guards. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, that's Gary, Gary Harris, Harris. Harris. And then you have... Miles Bridges, Draymond Green, and Jaron Jackson. Mm. That could, that's that's yeah. a starting five in the yeah. NBA. They probably don't win a lot of games, but and those are five guys that could start for a and team. And none of them are really like in their prime yet. So like, who knows yeah, how a, good yeah. that team could? Well, Draymond could might be. be out of his prime. Yeah, I was about to oh, say yeah. Draymond's <laughs> only going downhill from so, here. That's very true. <laughs> who very knows? True. Um, another one. I don't have um, five yet off the top of my head so if you guys want to help fill some in but another, no one help him. no one help him. another kind of surprising one is texas mm, um, i have him up right here durant at your small forward miles turner um at center avery bradley maybe as your shooting guard um dj augustine still D- in the league i don't know he was one tj ford would be like an all-time who are we missing point guard texas Someone asked, me to, someone asked me to go all-time point guard from Texas. It's old. The best point Daniel guard. Daniel Booby Gibson. <laughs> you got you got Corey Joseph and Avery Bradley. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Corey Joseph. You Avery Bradley, you're too. LaMarcus Aldridge. How oh, dare you? Gosh, that's How it. dare all That's it right there. That's it. Also, Wait a second. Did Davis Bertans go there? No. Uh, uh, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, it's Corey Joseph, Avery Bradley, Kevin Durant, LaMarcus Aldridge, Your Miles front Turner. line is so good. That's Jared an amazing Allen, team. Tristan Thompson, Mo Bamba, P.J. Tucker, I mean, yeah. that's, that's a really good team. That is an awesome team. I'm just excited about the fact that this year, Louisville can field a full NBA Woo! team. Give it to us. Give it to us. Uh, you got Terry Rozier at your one. You got, Terry. Terry. You got Spida, uh, Donovan Mitchell at your two. Um, officially, you can have Dang Adele. Who plays for the Cavs? Oh dang! <laughs> Hold on. Does he play for the Cavs? He's on the roster. Happen to be on the roster. He is on that roster. Oh dang! And also right now, doing sadly enough, this hurts my heart, but. Doing good work for the Warriors is Damian Lee. Thank you for your service to Louisville. Dame Lee. Uh, and then you have Montrez 
and Trez. Gorgie Zhang, who puts in solid time with the Timberwolves. Also Gorgie. making a roster, uh, Ray Spalding, Ray Spalding who yeah. is now on Big Ray. the Suns. So. Big Ray. <laughs> um, the Texas team is really good. Uh, that Michigan State team will be really good. Um, and like Jeremy said, obviously the, the Kentucky team. Um, I have an all-time team that I think is is pretty good. Ooh, one more before Go. we move on. Oh, we I can think, keep going current if you want. Just, I think a really good current team that we're missing is probably Kansas. Yeah. UCLA too. UCLA's team with Westbrook, Holiday, Love. Collison. Well, we kind of did them already. Yeah. I don't know who else yeah. would be. Uh, but – you think about Kansas, Kansas, you've got Joel, uh, you've got Czech Diallo, who's like uh, randomly is playing really, really well right now. Josh Jackson, you have uh, Kelly Oubre, you have now Andrew Wiggins, the Morris brothers, uh, Svi from the Lakers. Say his last name. Makai Luke. That's, that's right. <laughs> oh. Nailed it. <laughs> and uh, Wayne Selden, who's also getting real minutes for the Bulls, and uh, you know Frank Mason, Devontae Graham. So they actually have a good team People of people. Is Perry Ellis still playing? He is actually, he plays in Australia. Does he really? Well, yeah. he played at Kansas for 25 years, so yeah, I don't know if his career, if yeah. he was, he'd still play. All right, third, third highest in points per game in their NBA career that went to Kansas. Go. Um, Danny Manning. No. Chamberlain's number one points. Number two is Joel Embiid. Who's number three? It's probably Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, you nailed oh, that. Oh, duh. How, yeah. Kansas nice. is good all time, too. Yeah, for sure. Who's um, four? Who's four? NBA. I'll give you a hint. It's a huge drop-off. Danny Manning. Mario no. Chalmers. No. Which Mario Chalmers is in the um, big three now? Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Nice. Wow. <laughs> uh, my all-time um, team, um, UConn, yeah. can start uh, Kimba. Ray Allen. Ray Allen at your two. I was um, worried we weren't going to get a Ray <laughs> Allen today, yeah. but we did. We did. You got Rudy Whoa. Gay. You guys missed an opportunity at Jarrett Allen. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, Rudy Gay, um, at your three. Clifford Robinson on those old school 90s. Inventor of the um, Cliff Bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on those old school uh, Trailblazers teams. Andre Drummond at your center. Obviously, you could throw Rip Hamilton in there um, somewhere if you wanted to. I just thought UConn's all-time team was Wait, um, somebody's was really taking good. Maya Moore, who won like 20 championships in a row. Ben Gordon, Emeka Okafor, Charlottesville, Nueva. Uh, I have another really good all-time team. Uh, Georgetown. Georgetown University. Oh, yeah. You got Allen Iverson at your point guard. Yep. And then at center, you have Patrick Ewing, Alonzo Mourning, uh, Dikembe Mutombo, and Roy Hibbert. He's starting so them all. So I'm starting them all. <laughs> no one's scoring on you. Quite the drop-off there. You had three great centers. <laughs> and then, and then Mutombo. <laughs> Roy Hibbert, man. The Roy Hibbert. Now, listen. Here's the thing about Roy Hibbert. He wasn't the best Offensive center of all time. Right. He wasn't the best defensive center of all Correct. time. Correct. But you know that he's the best center of all time. 100%. 100%. Absolutely. There's no debate about it, really. Really, there's not. Uh, one all-time one that we're missing is LSU. They have Bob Pettit, Pete Maravich, Ben Simmons, and then one of the best centers of all time in Glenn Big Baby Davis. Uh, <laughs> no, Shaq. Uh, their shooting guard would have to be Marcus Thornton, which isn't the best ever. Or they could have Garrett Temple or Antonio Blankeny. But I think they have enough firepower around the... Yeah, that's like a good random, random one that we wouldn't think of. Nice, mm. nice. All right, thank you guys for listening. That's all we've got for you today. Make sure you head over to iTunes, subscribe, give us five stars, the Best Available Podcast, also available on SoundCloud. Check out our Instagram at the Best Available Podcast. See you next time. LeBron!